0: Hi, welcome to Pacific.
1: Welcome to Pacific.
0: Welcome to Pacific.
1: Welcome to Pacific. Welcome to Pacific. Pacific. This is Lead Lead the Pack. 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 Lead the Pack Podcast.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Lead the Pack Podcast by Pacific University. The first College 101 podcast giving you the information you need directly from the source. I am your host and admissions counselor, Xavier Harvey. Today we have an awesome episode for you, two alumni that I've had the honor and privilege of being able to go to school with. Um, and actually I was roommates with one of them when I was a senior, and I'm currently roommates with the other one right now. We did spend most of our conversation talking about the Outdoor Pursuits Club, why they love Pacific and the senior projects that all of our students are required to participate in. We talked for a long time, so I decided to cut and jump ahead to some of the highlights of the conversation for you to enjoy, but with no further ado here is is Katie Lightcap and Taylor Dolgan. All right, all right. So we're gonna get started. So I have two special guests with me. We have two alumni of Pacific University. So I'm gonna let them introduce themselves in however way, shape, or form they feel. So first,
1: no one else, guys. Ooh, no, you lost. I did. <laughs> Shoot. Uh,
2: my name is Katie Lightcap, mm-hmm. and I graduated in 2018. I was a biology major with an anthropology minor. Um, I was involved with a lot of things at Pacific, most notably probably Student Senate, of which I was president my senior year.
0: Mm, I like that. Me too. uh, Where are you from?
2: Roseburg, Oregon.
0: Okay, you live there your whole life. Yep. Cool. Born and raised. What are you doing now?
2: I just got accepted into PA school, so I'm moving across the country to New York City in two months to start Uh, that.
0: Talk a little more about that program.
2: Um, it's one of the most accelerated in the nation. It's 24 months. I'm hoping to get through... It? Oh, yeah, Stony Brook. Sorry, hello. <laughs> Stony Brook University on Long Island. But I'm hoping to get through that and then come back to the Pacific Northwest to land a gig in developmental pediatrics or pediatric surgery. Awesome.
1: You know, no awesome. big deal or yeah, anything. Yeah, light
0: stuff. The <laughs> easy route. Wow. Yeah. Super dope. Okay. I'm so. to I just to play
1: outside, outside with kids gosh. all the time. <laughs> <We're
0: not really laughs> close, so you just heard that other voice and that is going to be...
1: My name is Taylor Dolgan. I also graduated from Pacific in spring of 2018. Uh, I majored in English literature and minored in outdoor leadership and business. While well, I was there, I always forget the business part, even though it was like very much a <laughs> part of my experience. <laughs> always heard about the math. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also was involved with a lot of things on campus, but most notably spent my time in the outdoor pursuits office. Um, my senior year there, I was the program coordinator. No president or anything, but... Still a big deal. Pretty cool. Still a
0: big deal. Yeah. You did a lot Yes, yeah, did. Oh my
1: god, yeah. I did a lot. Awesome stuff. What
0: so, oh, sorry, go ahead. Is that it? You have a question? Well, I was going <laughs> to say the cool thing is about both you guys is currently I'm Katie's roommate. Uh, when I was in school, I was Taylor's roommate, so I actually got a chance to get to know both you guys super well, but... You guys are like best friends, so can you guys like talk about your relationship a little bit? You don't it. want to
1: know like where I came from? Oh, did you oh, not yeah, say that? Yeah, yeah. Tell no. me no. You say, where you're from. Where you from? Where you from? Or <laughs> <We're> like what <laughs> are you doing oh, now? Oh my did god, you? I got oh, so excited. No, that, that
0: was really exciting. Poor. We Poor. love you better,
1: so okay. it was a good uh, cool. segue. Cool. Cool. Anyway, Too like, yeah. cool, 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 <laughs>
0: cool, cool. <Dang>. cool. <laughs> where, where are you from? What are you doing now?
1: You, Yeah, so I am from Colorado. Grew up in Fort Collins, like an hour north of Denver. Um, and now I'm living and working in Seattle. I work for an outdoor nonprofit called the Mountaineers in their youth department. Um, my official title is youth field coordinator, and I um, I run programs outside all year long for kids aged seven to eighteen.
0: Awesome, awesome. And what, got, like, how did you even get there? How did you get this gig?
1: Yeah. So I, like I said before, I was an outdoor leadership minor and then worked in outdoor pursuits my whole Pacific career. I realized recently. Um, February 2015 was when I first got hired five years ago. I've been Um, an outdoor (laughs) industry-ite for five years. (laughs) (laughs) Can you
0: describe what Outdoor Pursuits is a little bit?
1: Yeah. Outdoor Pursuits is the outdoor recreation office on campus. Um, they have kind of like three main paths, although they recently started a new one, Open Paths, nailed it. That's a cool thing you should ask a current student about. Okay, cool. So there's their open enrollment trips that run throughout the year and they do everything from like surfing day trips to rafting and mountaineering series where you can learn lots of different skills. They also have like a beginner series. So if you're like new to going outside, you can camp on campus.
0: So you didn't have to like grow up in nature to be a part of this club is what you're saying?
1: No, definitely not. Dope. Um, A lot of our staff members generally are just because like that's kind of what draws them to this Organization, right, but right. you anybody on campus with any background or lack of background can learn through outdoor pursuits. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also our Voyages program, which is the pre-orientation outdoor adventure trips they run. So incoming freshmen can go on a five-day trip with other incoming students, right. upperclassmen leaders, um, a faculty member usually, um, and that's again anything from like an urban adventure in. Portland to this year, they're starting a local adventure, so it's all things you can do near Forest uh, Grove. That's cool. for like people cool. who are new to the area, and then also again, like all the outdoor things. So there's backpacking, there's surfing, there's mm-hmm. sea kayaking, there's rafting, and all of those are student led.
0: Dope. And that's um, that's, that's actually
1: cool. how we met. <laughs> so yeah, at I the Voyages Welcome
2: dinner. Okay. Our families sat next to each other. Uh, I always forget about that because like we lived on the hall from each other. Our parents bring it up every time they're together. Yes. Did you know?
0: You guys' parents hang out.
2: Um,
1: uh, our it's, parents the sh- same. People. It's shocking. It's <laughs> how similar they are. <laughs> it's our brothers are also the same people. Yeah, like yes, both of our brothers, both of your brothers
2: are the same age. Go to the same school. Yeah. Are both studying engineering. That's crazy. It's uncanny. That's crazy. wild. Uncanny. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. So, Katie, what was your involvement outside of just voyages? What was your involvement with outdoor pursuits?
2: Um, well, I worked for OP my sophomore and junior year as like a statistical person. I helped with the newsletter. I helped like get data. From different surveys that we sent out. You were getting Miami. paid to do this? Yeah. That's I was awesome. her boss. Yeah, she uh, was. That's cool. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> yeah, like, as bossy as a student. I played could music in the office. Oh, uh, cool. I um, went on a couple of trips, but mostly I was in the office more. And mm. then
1: I got too busy for it senior year because I had other stuff. Right,
2: mm. right. Yeah. Of yeah. course.
1: Yeah. And then the last piece of OP is just <laughs> the outdoor leadership minor piece.
0: Right. Talk um, about that. Which is that. what you
1: have. Yes. <laughs> um. So as. As a student, you can not only like go on trips and like kind of experience OP as like whatever you want it to be, but you can also take classes in going outside and leading outside. Yeah. Um, and so all of that runs through the office. So our students support that. The director of the program, Phil Friesen, and then the assistant director, Justin Hall.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they also like oversee all those classes. So yeah. there's like the core leadership classes, which are going to be really similar to like any kind of outdoor leadership school, which is really cool. I, like, recently met a co- – like, had a co-worker who went through, like, the Knowles process, mm-hmm. and he and I have the same training. That's which cool. was, like, very satisfying. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Is the Knowles, like, a, like – National prestigious...
1: Outdoor Leadership School. So they're, like, kind of okay. the cornerstone Got it. in the U.S., yeah. Got it. And then Outward Bound is the other big, like, school that you see across um, cool. the U.S. And so it's really cool, yeah, to have a background from this program that's, like – set me up to not only do what I'm doing within mm-hmm. an outdoor nonprofit, but also that like puts me on par with a lot of other folks moving through the industry in different ways.
0: One of the things that I liked about Pacific um, is that a lot of like stuff that I think people can easily write off as uh, you're just having fun and you're just doing it for you know you know just to have an extra curricular on your resume or whatever it's like no that stuff actually was like getting me prepared for the next level so whether it was Um, I was in student athletic advisory committee for a while so there's things that I was doing in that that like have prepared me for work now and that's kind of what it sounds like OP's done.
1: Outdoor Pursuits 100% and the Outdoor Leadership Minor have set me up Mm -hmm. to do the work I'm doing not only in like the physical doing of the thing right like leading the trips being out in the field with students but also just that like the whole point of Outdoor education, experiential education, all of that is, like, learning by doing, which is something, like, in our technology-driven world is, like, further and further away from, I think, like, what we think centrally of when we think of, like, learning and academia and all of that. And Mm -hmm. so to have a place where, like, not only are you hands-on with things, like, you're challenged in problem-solving in different ways, Mm -hmm. but also, like, you're learning, like, competency, which translates to confidence, which, like, makes you, like, a better person just in... I mean, in general, but also like in a in a um words are so hard. What am I in a professional setting? Mm-hmm. Professionals, word. Yes. Um, <laughs> Lit major. Yes. There it is. There it is. Waiting <laughs> for someone else. No, to say. that's a good. Um, but yeah, it's like a really, really awesome thing to have, like, experienced, um, and to feel like has set me up for success now. Um, so for me, I came to Pacific. Because the culture of the Pacific Northwest and the culture of my home state, of Colorado, um, are really similar. And I knew I wanted to be out of state for college, so it was really easy to be here as a prospective student and feel at home. Especially on Pacific's campus, um, compared to other schools in the area. And then the um, scholarship package made it a really, really affordable choice for our family. Um, awesome. Yeah, which was great.
0: Was there, um, like, something unique, aside from the scholarship piece, was there something unique about the school that kind of stood out? Because there's a lot of schools in this area.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I looked, there's a lot of, like, small liberal arts schools in this area, and I Mm -hmm. looked at almost all of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And really what stood out the most was, like, the atmosphere at Pacific. So, like, even the first time I was on, well, the first time I was on campus as a prospective student was in the summer, so there weren't other students around, but my parents fell in love with the campus. Hmm. And of course, as like, you know, a 17 year old, I was like, mom, dad loves it. I hate it here. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then it was still, you know, like in the area, I wanted to be whatever, like right. went through the application process and then comparing it to other schools. Um, I won't name names. I won't, mm-hmm. I won't be that person. Cool. Um, <laughs> but there are were other campuses in the area where, like, later when we were on campus walking around, like, students weren't friendly or, like, they just, I didn't feel at home. Yeah. And coming back to Pacific every time after that when there were people around, everyone, whether it was an admissions counselor, whether it was a professor, whether it was a student, um, they were so friendly and welcoming and, like, so excited that I was there that, like, it felt like home every time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. I mean, that's pretty similar to mine. It, would, it just felt
2: right. So, right. Yeah.
0: Katie, what about you?
2: Um, well, I initially was planning to go to the University of Oregon, but mm-hmm. then plans changed. It was a lot of things happened that kind of led me on a path towards a lot of liberal arts colleges in the Pacific Northwest, like Taylor said. But I had a similar experience in that other College campuses weren't nearly as welcoming, and Pacific felt like home instantly to me because I'm from a super small farming town Mm -hmm. um, in southern Oregon, and Pacific's got this beautiful location that feels like it's in the middle of nowhere, but you're surrounded just by serenity and farmlands and wine wine and all the good things but you're still so close to portland so right. that aspect to me was really appealing just because i got that home away from home and then you're only 30 minutes outside of the big city so you're double dipping
0: what was like one of the coolest things about pacific while you were student so it's like i kind of got the what got you there but like while you were there like what was one of the things that you're like going to remember
2: oh geez that's like huge question. I'd say the people. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily one memory because you guys are obviously right here with me today. Mm-hmm. And you, We met freshman year and now mm-hmm. we're roommates. We met freshman year and you're one of the, the closest and most important people of my life. So I think coming away with such genuine relationships from people who come from all parts of the country, all different, you know, backgrounds and have different passions. I think that is so fulfilling and such a blessing that I'm able to carry with me today. And I'm proud of that.
0: I agree. Mm-hmm. Can't give the same answer, Taylor. Sorry.
2: <laughs> um, that's why I went first. I was like, oh no. <laughs> Smash that up. <laughs> we all have the same answer. Gotta talk, good talk. Um,
1: I mean, like, the cheating way to get around not saying the same thing twice, but also kind of saying the same thing twice, mm-hmm. is my, like, work environment.
2: Hmm.
1: Um, like, working in OP, my coworkers were my friends, mm-hmm. right? My peers were my friends, were the people I spent time with outside of work were like such a huge influence on my life like right. their Paige Bacher one of the biology professors mm-hmm. was like yeah bio hmm. <laughs> um who I never took a class with interesting um even though we joked about me like showing up to one of her upper <laughs> bio bio classes um is like one of the most important mentors of my life and I met her through that program mm-hmm. um She's somebody like that. I still like, I saw her a couple days ago, and like, is somebody who's like really important to my development, like, yeah. as a person. Agreed. Um, so, to have like that community, like, within the community mm-hmm. again, same answer, different answer. Yes. Uh, I like it though. I, I win. Like um, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, was me, really important. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's the same thing for me. Like, my, one of my admissions counselors. She's like my biggest mentor and now I get to work with her and now I get to, you know what I mean? So like even, even though, yeah, everyone kind of knows each other. You're still going to find one or two people on campus um, that you, super, that you connect with really well. Mm-hmm. You know, and most of our friends probably have at least, whether it's a staff member, whether it's faculty, it doesn't matter. But like some, everyone has someone that they're like really connected to. And that professor, like, they're looking to take people under their wing. They're right. looking for mentees, too, which I think is super cool.
1: In lots of different contexts, right? Yeah. Like, my advisor for my senior capstone is, like, someone I look up to in a, like, in a literature capacity, but also as a human. So it's really cool to have, like, that person who helped me stay connected to academics and, like, figure out my future in that sense, but also then, like, all these other adults who were excited to, like, see me as a person. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The last thing we decided to talk about were the senior projects. So every student at Pacific is required to do a senior project. It's just part of the curriculum. So it might be a thesis paper, a capstone presentation. Um, Just depends on your major and who your professor is. Um, So I'm going to let both of them kind of talk about what they did, how they were able to navigate that, and the professors that they were working with when they were doing this entire project.
2: So I am a biology major. We had two options. I went with the route that's your own kind of personal research endeavor. I did my research with OHSU, which is a medical university in Portland. And my supervisor was Lisa Sardinia in the biology department. Uh, I focused my research on pediatric pain perception. And this essentially means, um, the, like if I feel pain, how is the perception of pain that I feel related to my parents and my family history? And so I just kind of looked into that and did my studies up on the hill with uh, kids who felt chronic pain and kids who did not and found that there is evidence to suggest that chronic pain is heritable. Since I chose to go the own personal research route, uh, Lisa's involvement was a little bit different in the sense that she wasn't providing kind of the topics to research on, so it wasn't necessarily under her topic of expertise, but she helped me really tremendously in the editing of the paper and the content Mm -hmm. to choose and how to present certain details and break it down. So it's understandable to a non-biology student, you know? So she was really critical in the chunking together of the key components. And Mm -hmm. then she was also really harsh kind of with her feedback so that you really nailed it down. And I I don't say harsh in a bad way. Like she was really critical, but constructively, you know, so yeah, that's
0: what you need. Exactly. So
2: she helped me, I think, produce a really concrete, a research study and a capstone that I'm really proud of. That's awesome. Yeah, she, that's awesome. Was, she
1: was incredible. As a lit major, you only have really one path towards your capstone, and that's um, a thesis that you put together yourself. It's super customizable, so you get to choose like what you're interested in and then how you want that to manifest. Um, and so my paper was a 40-page paper on um, Sherlock Holmes fan fiction and more specifically the study of emotion and companionship within that fan fiction, So looking at Sherlock Holmes and John Watson as friends and adventurers and what it means for today's readers to explore that relationship. Um, and I wrote that paper by myself, but um, Elizabeth Tavares, one of the lit professors, was my advisor and helped me sort through all of that. The way that it kind of worked for us was that you, you get to choose your advisor for your capstone, which is really awesome. So
0: How many options did you have?
1: Oh, however many professors there are in the lit department. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Whatever that number is, that's the option. Seven. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the cool thing about it is, like, you know, vaguely, write the arena you want to work in. So, for example, example, um, Mike Steele for a long time was like Mm -hmm. the Shakespeare guy. He's no longer the Shakespeare guy, but he was for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, if you wanted to deal with Shakespeare on your capstone, that's what you would. Um, you'd probably be like, "Hey, Mike, like, would you be the person to help me with this?" Or like, you had to go
0: ask the professor.
1: Yeah, and it was kind of like over email. You, like, it mm-hmm. didn't have to be like a big thing. Um, if I remember correctly, I sent an like a very like pleading begging email to Elizabeth Tavares um, including a picture she's also a Shakespearean and so I had recently been to the Globe Theatre in London and I took a picture of something there and so I sent it with the email and was like because I know you like this here's a bribe (laughs) also looking for a capstone advisor and I worship the ground you walk on will you please be my advisor and she was like yeah totally um and the funny thing is, she had three of us advisees for Capstone, and all three of us approached that process with her very differently. So again, right. very customizable papers, very customizable process. Hmm. For me, what that kind of manifested as was every two weeks over the course of our, um, my whole senior year, she and I would meet to talk about either the direction that the section of my paper was right. going in, or to review and edit a piece of the section. Yeah. Um, so for the first semester, that was mainly the lit review, which was the first half of my paper, and then mm. the second semester, that was my claims, like, what I was actually saying, and then putting it all together, and then going through rounds of edits on the whole thing, and then also across advisees, we traded papers and edited each other's paper.
0: Right. Got it.
1: Um, which was awesome. It was really cool to interact with her. A lot of the times, our, like, meetings would turn into... Um, like us being very distracted and talking about other things, <laughs> right? Um, and then being like, "Oh, we didn't actually get anything done. Are you free tomorrow?" Right, like, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why it turns into free. a
0: relationship. Though.
2: Totally.
1: Yeah. And like, yeah. she's still someone when I come to town. I'm like, "Are you busy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we
2: talk about life? Yeah. Um, which is really cool. Lisa and I got on one of the tangents one time where we ended up on a, like a dog shelter site in Utah. And we're looking at all the available <laughs> adoptable dogs. <laughs> yeah. So, From feels, a bio project. Yeah.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to check out the links in the description if you want more information on some of these episode's topics. Also, feel free to reach out to myself or your admissions counselor if you ever have any questions or want more information about Pacific University. Once again, this is Xavier Harvest signing off, and I hope to see you here next time.
1: Lead the Pack podcast.